Right, so today we are starting a new canto. This is canto 11, uh, chap chapter 1 from the new canto that is canto 11 part 1 and uh, this is a chapter entirely called the curse upon the Yadu dynasty. Now the Yadu dynasty is the Yadu Mamsh that is there. So we say Krishna's dynasty, how the curse is there. Now the curse is of a terrible kind. Imagine somebody cursing Krishna and his entire clan and uh, there is nobody who is going to be devoid of that curse, you know, away from the curse. Unless and until they are from a completely different clan. But one person has to remain so that one person will remain. That is a great grandson of Sri Krishna. Only one man will remain in that dynasty. So now we will start the particular Canto 11, Part 1, Chapter 1 The Curse Upon the Yadu Dynasty. Sukhdev Goswami said, Lord Sri Krishna, accompanied by Balram and surrounded by the Yadu dynasty, executed the killing of many demons. Then, further to remove the burden of the earth, the Lord arranged for the great battle of Kurukshetra which suddenly erupted in violence between the Kurus and the Pandavas. So we are continuing with the story. Now on one side if you recollect there is a Mahabharata happening. There are lots of things going wrong in this world. We have also seen Krishna fighting many demons. And things are not going as per the plan in this material world. So Krishna's entry is extremely important. So he has come along with Balram, one of the uh, Adishesh and they are getting rid of all the demons on one side and on the other side now this great war is starting because the sons of Pandu were enraged by the numerous offences of the enemy such a duplicitous gambling verbal assaults seizing of Draupadi's hair and many other cruel transgressions the Supreme Lord engaged those Pandavas as the immediate cause to execute his will. On the pretext of the battle of Kurukshetra, Lord Krishna arranged for all the kings who were burdening the earth to assemble with their armies on opposite sides of the battlefield. And when the Lord killed them through the agency of war, the earth was relieved of its burden. So, if this is the story of the Mahabharata in a very short manner. It says there was a problem which happened. There was Shakuni, Dushasan, Duryodhan and they played tricks by loading the dice. The dice was loaded. That, that way the kingdom was lost. Finally even Draupadi was lost and Draupadi was dragged with her hair by Dushasan the entire episode of Mahabharat happened. Then they had to go to the jungles and fight wars. It's an entire story in short. So from there we are going to carry on. Now this is a Mahabharat. The war is a very tumultuous kind of an affair where it is important for the Lord to get rid of the people, those who are not right in this world. That means those who are not righteous. The Supreme Personality of Godhead used the Yadu dynasty, which was protected by his own arms to eliminate the kings 
who with their armies had become the burden on the earth. Then the unfathomable Lord thought to himself, Although some may say that the earth's burden is now gone, in my opinion it is not yet gone, because there seems to remain the Yadava dynasty itself, whose strength is unbearable for the earth. Now, let us look at it from this point of view. On one side, Sri Krishna is talking about the two wars on two sides. That is, one is the Pandavas and one is the Kauravas. The war has been fought. But when the war was fought, when a karma happens, any karma that happens, there are always two two hands, isn't it? Then only the clapping happens. Can you say that the karma happens because one person is the aggrieved party and the other one is the aggressor? Think about it. Is it always that one person is slapping and the other one is getting slapped? These two parties are required, isn't it? Can you say that the person who is slapping is wrong and the person who is getting slapped is wrong or right? You can never make any kind of judgment because there is always a precursor to all that. Why was the slap given in the first place? Can you understand that? And why is it that there is a continuance of the slapping? Think. Why is there this continuance? In the war also, if you look at the war, any war anywhere on earth, think about it, how the wars were fought. You know the great wars that happened when Jesus was there. Why did the wars happen? Was it not that, now you cannot have just an oppressed party. You need an oppressor also, somebody who is going to crush the other person down. Now today, there is a great disturbance in the Middle East. So the Middle East is having a disturbance with the ISIS and so many other things happening. Can you say that one is the aggressor and the other one is the aggrieved party? No, you will find that both are equally responsible. The other person must have done something. So the karma is not only of one person, it is of the other person also. You will say, okay, I understand all that. But one person is taking in all the crap and the one person is giving it. Is it right? No, it is not right from your perspective. But from Krishna's perspective, it is important that both have to get eliminated and they need to meet in another neutral ground where the reversal of the roles will happen. Can you understand that? Suppose one person is slapping and the other one is getting slapped. Now both the people are going to get eliminated. They will have to come back in another setting and reverse the roles. So this person who was getting slapped is now going to be the person who is going to be slapping. Did you understand this? This is how it's going to be. Think in terms of a husband and a wife. And the husband is the oppressor. And the wife is the oppressed. You will find that the wife says, Oh, but I am getting affected because of this. But both of them have to get eliminated in the end. Very nicely. Both will have to go because both have to return back. The returning back is extremely important. 
The reason is simply this that there has to be a completion of the circle over there. Now let us say there is a boyfriend and then there is a girlfriend. Alright, a girl and a boy. Now it so happens that the karma happens where they are both in love with each other and suddenly the boy says, I am not going to be with you and he goes away somewhere. Now the girl is the aggrieved party, isn't it? Now you may think, Only he is responsible. No way, sir. She is equally responsible. And if he is getting eliminated, she also has to get eliminated faster. Because in the next life or the life after that, they will all have to meet in the reverse direction. And then this person is going to be giving it back to that person. It is an extremely important step for the completion of karma. It's a balancing out has to happen. So understand this. Never ever get into this kind of a karmic loop whatsoever. Whosoever concerned. Never try to get into a karmic loop with anybody. You need to avoid it. Even if you say some bad words to some person today. Understand those bad words have to come back. Which means the person that you are calling out bad has to give it back to you. ASAP as soon as possible so you are going to meet the same person again now there is one you know one misunderstanding which people have the misunderstanding which the people have is this oh I am nothing is going to happen to me you understand this thing is there with people nothing is going to happen to me You should understand this. The term nothing is going to happen to me doesn't exist. Because you are not a realized person. You have not got released from the cycle of birth and death. Release from the cycle of birth and death only happens through realization. And you may be just a student. You may be going on the path. You still have to complete your karma sir. The second thing which people think is, Oh, I have my Guru with me. I have my Guru with me. Okay, he is the person who is going to handle my case. This is again a mistaken notion. The mistaken notion is because the Guru can handle only your Sanchit, the past one. He cannot handle your Prarabdha. And if you are not a dedicated student, he can never handle your Kriyaman or what we call as an Agami. He can never handle your Agami because every time when he gives you a lesson, you go and flout the lesson. He tells you, don't tell lies or don't say bad words to another person. But you do. And if it is an Agami, since you have disobeyed, your guru, that karma stands and you have to pay for it. Your guru can only give you instructions which you need to follow. If you do not follow the instructions, you are creating new karma. So please, actually in the morning just now, I there was a message, an entire string of messages which I was replying to. These messages were from a person who said, what wrong have I done? 
So I referred that person and said, you know, you should go back and see what was it that you were told to do. And what is it that you have done? The person said, no, I was following instructions. You cannot follow instructions one year later, sir. Your instructions have to be followed at that particular point in time. If your instructions were given on 1st of January 2015, they have to be done on 2015, 1st January only. You cannot tell me I am doing it on 1st January 2016. No, the instructions were for that time and you have not followed. So the consequences are definitely applicable to you. So following the instructions exactly to the T will eliminate any kind of Kriya Mana or Agami Karma. You would ask me how? Simple example I will give you. Suppose you have been told, today make an application for this job. Just an example of material worldly kind. You say, the moment I am free, I will do the application. Now the whole day goes without making the application. The next day goes. The third day goes. For five days or six days later, I again ask you the question. Did you apply for that job? The person says, Oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. The position is still open. I'm going to apply for it. How many days have gone in between? Five days. It's the end of the week. The applications will not get seen. So now comes the new week. So in the entire ensuing period, over 7 to 10 days have gone. By the time you apply, what has happened? The company has already received a thousand applications. They have already done an elimination process. They have already selected a candidate. Now can you say, you told me to apply and nothing happened? But sir, do you not remember that you were told exactly on a particular day to apply at a particular time? Why is it that you waited for 7 to 10 days? So I hope you understand that that job which might have been meant for him has now gone away in Kriyaman. This is the Kriyaman karma. Do you understand? Kriyaman is futuristic. Now he has not performed the action at the right time. Because the action was not performed, there was no way in which he could land that job. So this is just an example. An example may not serve the entire purpose, but it has got a certain amount of a certain amount of understanding there. I think you should be able to get it. All right. So. The Supreme Personality of God, Godhead used Yadu dynasty. Now, what is this entire verse talking about? Remember, the Yadu Vanshis were also used for the battle. I am sure you recollect the story where Krishna is on one side and on the other side is Arjun and Duryodhan. And both were given the choices to choose. And Duryodhan chooses the army of Krishna and on the other side Arjuna says I want you so Arjuna chooses Krishna whereas the army is chosen by Duryodhan 
so now tell me are the army people not fighting against krishna so don't you think that there is a big karma which has happened over there this respond to this person say he is in satsang hey yaar this thing has been said so this understanding a person needs to have that you are either against the lord or you are with the lord you are with the lord that means you have to follow his instructions to the t remember arjuna had to follow the instructions to the t did you get the point there were no choices there were no choices over there think about it in the 18th chapter in the 18th chapter of the bhagavad gita verse 60 krishna is telling arjuna i had given you instructions to follow you with your ignorance did not follow if you do not follow the instructions remember my maya will make you do the same thing which you are today denying which you are today denying that i don't want to do you will be doing the same thing because this is what i have programmed in this universe you will do it but you would have incurred kriyaman you would have incurred a new sin which is called kriyaman i just now told you the kriyaman sin has been done where is the question of saving anybody over there so the kriyaman should be avoided at any cost so to avoid the kriyaman at any cost you need to follow the instructions now here the yaduvanshis have fought against so are they not part of this kriyaman karma 100% so they also need to be eliminated do you understand this krishna is a neutral person he is never going to be taking anybody's side even if he is a yadumaushi but his entire clan is against him remember this yes they have fought along with duryodhan so lord krishna thought no outside force would ever bring about the defeat of his family the yadu yadu dynasty whose members always been fully surrendered to me and unrestricted in their opulence but if i inspire a quarrel within the dynasty that quarrel will act just like a fire created from the friction of a bamboo in a groove and then i shall achieve my real purpose and return to my eternal abode now this is a very dangerous statement which you should understand krishna is always a neutral entity he doesn't first and foremost the only reason why krishna comes on this earth is to establish dharma number 1 i am sure you remember these words he comes in this world to establish dharma he has come here so that the entire phase of this universe changes the new phase has to start now if there are certain people who are not a part of his entire way of thinking what would happen 
they may be his relatives they may be anybody it does not really matter in his world the body of his may be related to somebody it's the body it has come from one production unit okay the production unit may be a factory doesn't make a difference because he is not that unit so this elimination is extremely important for them so he doesn't spare anybody whereas the law is concerned this is one thing which you should always observe krishna always follows the universal law the universal law is the framework which has been set in motion it is called the vedas it is the universal framework on entire thing this entire universe or whatever that is there in this world before now after is based on the universal law only got it the universal law is like the indian penal code or the constitution the constitution of various countries the constitution may be written the penal code might have been written but following or not following is in that individual's hand isn't it the individual is supposed to follow the instructions in the penal code or in the constitution how many people actually follow it nobody follows it there is a redressal also written in that suppose you do this action you have to suffer in this way it's already a written law so suppose a person does something wrong suppose he does an act of sedition a sedition is against the country you say something against the country naturally the person who is a person who has created this particular act of sedition needs to be punished as per the indian constitution or as per the american constitution or as per the law so he has to suffer for it now can you tell me that the person who wrote the constitution is responsible no it was written not with a particular intention of you know uh, getting one person responsible for it there is nothing like that it's a law and every time it has to be followed so whether it is narendra modi or whether it is any other person before this manmohan singh they were both responsible for the execution of the constitution isn't it which is exactly what krishna is saying today i am responsible for executing the law which was there right in the time beginning of time so you cannot say krishna is biased he is definitely going to do what is right at that moment in time as per the rule book and he uses the rule book he doesn't go and favor somebody no 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 these yadumavshi see he over here he says you know the yadu dynasty whose members have always been fully surrendered to me and unrestricted in their opulence even if you have surrendered to me even if you have surrendered to me or you are a part of my coterie or if you are thinking that i am not going to do anything you don't know my universe maya works accordingly you cannot flout the rules the rules are rules are rules they cannot be flouted you have to follow them exactly to the t do you get the point you have to 
there are no options you would have surrendered you would have done anything it does not really matter so krishna is very clear in this and we will see what he does my dear king parikshit when the supreme almighty lord whose desire always comes to pass has thus made up his mind he withdrew his own family on the pretext of a curse spoken by an assembly of brahmanas so krishna is now going to take these people somewhere the supreme personality of god at krishna is the reservoir of all beauty all beautiful things emanate from him and his personal form is so attractive that it steals the eyes away from other objects which they seem devoid of beauty in comparison to him when lord krishna was on the earth he attracted the eyes of all the people when krishna spoke his words attracted the mind of all who remembered them by seeing the footsteps of lord krishna people became attracted to him and thus they wanted to offer their bodily activities to the lord as his followers in this way krishna very easily spread his glories which are sung throughout the world by the most sublime and essential vedic verses lord krishna cons- considered that simply by hearing and chanting those glories conditioned souls born in the future would cl- cross beyond the darkness of ignorance being satisfied with this arrangement he left for his desired destination now this entire verse is about praises to krishna there was something which again happened a person says why is it that i did not get what i want this was the question asked by this person so my answer to this person was you were not bothered by it now let us let us say there is a person who is looking for a job example a person is looking for a job and on the other side the person is clearly told that you know this is the kind of work that you have to do there is a particular job that is there particular work that is there now a person is thinking about getting a job but not thinking about doing this so his attention is on this side not on this side what happens is he proceeds along this path uh, can you send the invite to this person again bolna sending sending again so the person the person is following this path which is trying to get a job whereas their person has already been instructed that there is certain thing that you can do on this side now this person proceeds here 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 finally when he reaches over there there is complete dejection because nothing is happening over there then the person has turning his attention towards this now when he turns towards this what is happening is it with 100% full goodness of heart it is because you didn't get this that is why you are looking at this isn't it like uh, salman khan is interested in aishwarya aishwarya rai says i don't want to marry you she gets married to another person and salman khan is looking at some other girls oh now this one comes oh now that one comes oh now that one comes he is searching for that elusive one it never happens isn't it he is not going to be in the same 
way the way he might have cared for this one person can he care for this other person no way do you get this point so there on one side a person may be married or has fallen in love with one individual and now you are looking at this other person as a go to place why because you don't have a choice because you don't have that first choice you are going to the second place do you think you are truthful to this person no way you are not going to be truthful to this person and that is the reason why you may be doing this job or you may be doing you know fall you know going with this person doesn't mean that you are truthful and this is where the whole problem starts now krishna is very clear in this he says if you are dedicated to me you cannot look in any other direction and that is the reason why the verses are clearly mentioned over there if mirabai is thinking okay i'm going to think of krishna 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 aaj khane mein kya hai oh krishna 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 aur aaj khane mein kya hai imagine this tomorrow she says krishna 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 oh where are we going tomorrow for dinner do you really think she is dedicated to that no that is not mirabai mirabai is a person 24 bar 7 she is engrossed in one thing only got it mm-hmm. huh? no no huh. so did you did you understand this this is how it works so if you are dedicated to krishna you need to be 100% dedicated to him not 99% king parichit inquired now we have come to this end because krishna has gone back he is gone back to his place where he is supposed to go back king parichit inquired how could the brahmanas curse the vrishnis who were always respectful to the brahmanas charitable and inclined to serve senior and exalted personalities and whose minds were always fully absorbed in thought of lord krishna so there is krishna on one side they brahmanas are praying to krishna and they are themselves cursing krishna he is asking how how does it work parikshit is asking how does that work king parikshit inquired con- continued inquiring what was the motive of this curse how why what did it consist of just tell her I, uh, that i am in satsang and that you are chitti who is replying okay this is this is causing disturbance to me so king parikshit continued inquiring what was the motive of this curse what did it consist of a purest of the twice born and how could such a disagreement have arisen among the yadus who all shared the same goal of life please tell me all these things so parikshit wants to know and he is asking of sukhdev so the the sages now who are the sages concerned the sages vishwamitra asita kanva durvasa bhrigu angira kashyapa vamdev atri vashishta along with narada and others one performed a fruitive ritual that award abundant pious results brings great happiness and takes away the sins of kali yuga for the whole world by merely being recounted the sages duly executed these rituals in the home of a chief of yadus vasudev the father of lord krishna and after lord krishna who was staying in vasudev's house at time personified respectfully sent the sages off at a conclusion of the ceremonies 
they went to the holy place called Pindaraka. So, now what happens? There is a great ceremony which is a basically a ritual for doing certain thing is happening in Vasudev's house. So, all the great sages have come over there. And once they finish this particular ritual, they are going supposed to go somewhere. Now, so all of them after finishing the ritual have gone to this place. At that holy place, the young boys of the Yadu dynasty had brought Samba, the son of Jambavati, dressed in a woman's garb. Playfully approaching the great sages gathered there, the boys gathered hold of the sages' feet and impudently asked them with feigned humility, O learned Brahmana, this black-eyed pregnant woman has something to ask you. <laughs> this is a very playful thing. Playful. She is too embarrassed to inquire of herself. She is just about to give birth and is very desirous of having a son. Since all of you are great sages with infallible vision, please tell us whether the child will be boy or a girl. Now, you should understand this. You should never do mischief this way. Of these kind of sages or any kind of a teacher, you cannot say anything bad to that. Uh, Radhika, will you have to mute it, please? Say mute it. So, yeah. Now what happens is, the sages have come over there and when the sages have come over there, you cannot treat them disrespectfully. A teacher should never be treated disrespectfully. Even if it is in fun. You know, here, these are small children. They are very tiny tots. They are basically children who are playing over there. And Samba is dressed like a woman. Now, Samba's friends are all these Yadavamshi. They are all from the same clan. Now, while they are play acting, uh, Samba is the son of Jambavati. Jambavati is the third wife of Krishna. Alright? Samba is her son. Okay? Now, what happens is, when these children are playing, they suddenly see this yogi is going away from there. The teachers. They are all rishis. So they deliberately go and they say, Sir, sir, can you please excuse me? Can you please tell us what this lady is going to have, whether it is going to be a boy or a girl? These are exalted personalities. Thus ridiculed by deceit, the sages became angry. O king and told the boys, Fools, she will bear an iron club that will destroy our entire dynasty. These are just words from the sage's mouth. You know, it's a very strange thing that the sages actually don't curse. The teacher never thinks anything bad about the student. You should know this. You might be a very good student or you might be a very naughty student or you might be a very bad student. It doesn't mean that the teacher will say anything bad. Okay? She will always consider that student as somebody who is a part of the class. Now here the sages are going and these youngsters, they are calling out to them and deriding them, saying something wrong. So naturally, they turn around and they all curse these children. 
upon hearing the curses of the sages the terrified boys quickly uncovered the belly of samba and indeed they observed that therein was an iron club the young men of the yadu dynasty then said oh what have we done we are so unfortunate what will our family members say to us speaking thus and being very disturbed they returned to their home taking the club with them the yadu boys the luster of their faces completely faded brought the club into the royal assembly and in the presence of the yadavas then told king ugrasen what had happened now king ugrasen is the grandfather of krishna i am sure you recollect that whole story so all these children that is including samba now they are very much afraid because they suddenly found that iron club over there so they have come to the assembly of king ugrasen and they are telling him what has happened 